Does your house feel tired? Have you gotten through the hubbub of the holiday craziness and maybe you're working on those New Year's resolutions and they're burning strong or fizzling out and maybe your house and everything in it just kind of got left behind. Um, This episode, we're talking about how to maybe liven it up a little bit. Or you could just sell it. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes. And try to keep our kids alive. <laughs> yeah, or, or you could just sell it. But <laughs> we're, we're but, talking today about, does your house feel tired? Yes, yes. <laughs> I know before we even started this episode, mm-hmm. I was telling Jamie, my house feels tired. Mine does I, too. I just, it feels tired. I, I need to do a rework. I say I'm going to do it yeah. now, but let's be real. I probably won't get to it till fall. Well, but oh, the way. fall. <laughs> but spring is coming around the corner. Yes, you but can at you, least know look us, more you know us. Positive. You know us. We're busy, busy <laughs> realtors in the spring. We are busy know? ladies. Yes, busy that's ladies. for sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, we want you to love the house that you're in. And we've done a podcast like yes, this before. Yes. Um, but, you know, the I, I feel like a lot of this stuff can also apply potentially to a house. Maybe if you are home searching, but it doesn't have all the things that you are really, you know, Pinteresting about, dreaming about. Um, a lot of these ideas can be things that are manageable and you can maybe do on a, on a weekend. Yeah. A, a weekend refresh or yeah. maybe you want to stage your home. I mean, the, the, it could be all sorts of right. ideas. Right. But we have a lot of of ideas and we've been chatting back and forth and we just felt like this was a fun topic to cover today. We've got some stuff to share. Yeah. So um, let's just start with start with the kitchen. Yeah, I feel the, like it's the, the room. It's the heart of the home. Yeah. It's the room everybody like goes to before we hit record on this episode. We both said, you know, we've got living rooms or we've got these other rooms in our house, but everybody just hangs out in the kitchen. Oh, yes. I, I know that when my family mm-hmm. is over and congregating in my house, it's in the kitchen. Right, right. That's where everyone is. So I think um, one of the probably most impactful yet simple tips that I have is kind of two-parter. It's take everything off the front of your refrigerator and clean off your countertops. Oh, yes. (laughs) And it sounds simple, but... You know, the kids' art projects, last year's bank calendar. Like, <laughs> we've all got that stuff stuck to the front of our refrigerators. And it it just, um, again, not that it's bad, but if you want to change up the look, that will have a bigger impact than you think. Oh, yes. Just doing those things. And then, don't get me wrong, you don't have to leave your countertops bare forever. Just start adding things back maybe as you use them and only if you use them frequently. Correct. So everything from the toaster to the coffee maker to the oh, mixing, as standing, as much as I want that thing. air fryer off my st- yeah. countertop. You use it all the time. My my husband and my kids use it all the time. I hate <laughs> that thing, but it gets well. used, so it it has a spot on the counter. And maybe once your countertops are clear, maybe you decide to move it over there instead of over here, and it kind of gets protected by the side of the refrigerator. You don't see it from the living room or something, right? I mean. When your countertops are clean, maybe think about moving things into a different I area. have been thinking of moving in the air fryer to where the toaster sits. The toaster doesn't get used every day in our house. Breaking so. news, everybody. She oh. may move the I air may fryer. move it. I may move it. <laughs> well, while you know, you're with counter- my fall projects. Yeah. In the fall. <laughs> eight months from now, she may move her air fryer. We'll update you. Um, while your countertops are clear, before you set the air fryer back on the top, uh, think about some under cabinet lighting. 
I know. I want to add this. Right? It's something that's on my to-do. I have lots of things on my to-do list. Let's not kid. It's a mile long. But I want under cabinet lighting. I do not want to spend a ton of money for it. And and it depends. Obviously, you can go all the way and get some. Hire an electrician. Yep, hire an electrician, get some beautiful lighting put in. But maybe you're just not sure if you really need it or maybe it's not in your budget. There are some really great kind of peel and stick. You know, you stick it to the bottom of the upper cabinets control it with a remote and uh there's just some to give really it a great try options to yeah. see if this is what we it want can to absolutely be a, t- a temporary thing that you can determine whether or not you want to invest in by just doing something simple like that for the time being some of them are battery operated some of them are plug-in um but you know it can certainly be a, a neat way to add some accent lighting and you wouldn't believe how much brighter it gets underneath those cabinets when you have some under cabinet lighting. Yes. I'm spoiled. We had under cabinet lighting in our home, you know, professionally wired in, and it is the first light I turn in the morning and the last light I turn off at night. Oh, wow. Because it's such a cool, like, warm, ambient light. I don't know. I think it's really neat. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. I know the thing that I always deal with is the clutter, the papers, the school announcements that just end up in the pile on the the counter. The mail. The mail. the mail, yep. the junk mail that you just can't get to. Eric or... likes to display all of the junk mail that we get in any given day. So he picks <laughs> up the mail, he comes into the house with it, and he leaves like a piece in the foyer and another piece on a coffee table in the living room. Then he gets, makes his way to the kitchen and he leaves like all the individual pieces. And he doesn't even throw the envelopes away. He leaves them all laid all out there. on the kitchen island. Well, bananas. <laughs> yours is Eric. Mine yeah. is Haley, my uh, oldest. Children. She's always checking the mail, and yep. it's always left on the countertop. Well, this is an interesting discussion, and I told Jamie that I was going <laughs> to save this for the podcast. But this started the marital strife of 2022 oh. in the Barrett, Barrett household. 23. It's 2022. Well, no, no. This happened in 2022. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. December 2022. So marital strife. Through it, is what we saying. lived through it. But my anyone who's listened to the podcast for any amount of time uh-huh. knows that I am not the cook in the Barrett household. She's it's not is, the cook. It is Mike. And Mike is very particular about a lot of things in that kitchen <laughs> and where they're placed and where they go. And Mike, cheers to you. At least you use it. So I, he I guess. You deserve to have some say. He has some say, but the thing that occurs is he has an entire cupboard, like an entire cupboard Uh for spices and rubs (laughs) and all sorts of things for cooking. Uh And he wanted to take and also make another drawer into that. You know, like let's take not just a cupboard, but also a drawer. (laughs) And I had cleaned out for more spices, for more spices and more rubs and more things. I know. I not needed and I him and I go back and forth because Mm -hmm. I'm the one that's supposed to control the clutter in the house and I got tired of the clutter and I made it a point in December to clean out the kitchen Uh he wasn't doing it I did sure and I how many spices did you find that like expired five years ago oh none of them none of them oh so he's using these he's using these spices but I want to point out is he wants me to control that pile of papers on the on the kitchen countertop that that have been acquired yep. and i even cleaned accumulating out, i think oh, is the yes. word you were looking for acquired, there accumulated they whatever. accumulate fast uh-huh. too anyways i cleaned out the junk drawer with the with the markers and the pens yep. you know i found a place for all the things and i found an entire drawer to put junk paper 
If it comes in, if I haven't had time to deal with it, why are you put keeping it, it? Well, well, some of it you need to keep. Like some of it is like the invitation for I the know, birthday it's easy party, for me to say. the You're tax right. papers that so you need to hold on. Everything to. that I'm sticking to the front of my refrigerator, I'm putting in a drawer. <laughs> and Mike wanted to co-op that drawer for sp- more spices, oh. and we were going back and forth. And I'm like, my, no, I'm like, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. And and I pulled that on him, and I won. <laughs> So I... Did you get him a little basket? Well, he he has <laughs> lots of baskets. He just, he needs to calm it down. Mm. <laughs> but anyways, Man. I won the drawer battle. Gotcha. I won the drawer battle. So you have a paper junk drawer, sorry. Yes, or I have a, a paper junk a, drawer. That, yes, it's now full. And place. my weekend project will be going through the papers and keeping what needs to be kept for taxes and whatnot and all the things. <sighs> but yeah. I now can just put it in the drawer yeah, I have a drawer. I have a drawer. I made well, room hey, for a drawer. Whatever works for you. If you've got a place to corral the clutter, that is exceptional. Good yes. for you. Mine will forever be in six different rooms of the house, and that's well, just there how you it go. Is. <laughs> um, but uh, moving okay. on. Yeah. So here's one thing that we have gone back and forth with Eric and I: um, pendant lighting. So we've got an island. There are three pendants that hang above the island. I am looking for different ideas to put there, right? Like, I still want three pendants, but I'm trying out different, like, shades and things like that. Which pendant? Do we change out the entire pendant? What will look best? So some pendants you can um, just, like, look look inside them. Some of them you can screw off sort of the shade that goes around your bulb just by first removing the bulb, and then there may be another, like, screw piece in there that you can pull out. And so you can actually shop just for new pendant light covers or pendant shades. That's an option for people. And then you don't have to get an electrician involved. Um, Or certainly, you know, updating that lighting, I think, especially if it's something that you just really don't like. That is such a big, impactful thing when you walk into your kitchen or wherever you've got these pendants to see these big light fixtures. And if you don't like them... I think that's a good place to actually spend Stars. some money. Spend some money. Hire the electrician if you Hire. can't find some shades yes. to replace or if you just have a totally different fixture that you don't care for. I know I've asked this before, mm-hmm. but what sites do you usually use, Jamie, to look for different fixtures? Oh, I'll, everything from Lowe's, Home Depot, Menards to Wayfair, Etsy, and Amazon. I mean, perfect. I'll, ultimately, you know where I go? Pinterest. <laughs> I get some visual ideas and then I start going from there. There you and go. Another thing I wanted to say in case, because I think a lot of questions that I get about islands just in general are, well, where do we hang the lights? How big should they be? How many can I put up there? And there's here's a quick rule of thumb. Um, you're going to want to be about 30 inches, maybe 32, 34 inches from the top of your island counter and about 30 inches apart from edge to edge of the fixture. Don't get this mixed up with from location to location of like the electrical connection. The you know actual, I mean? yeah. Don't the be actual measuring light unit. Yeah, I'm saying if your shade on your light is you know a foot around, then you're gonna go one whole foot and then 30 inches from there before the outside edge of your next one whole foot round light fixture. Does that make sense? Don't that, be yes, measuring those 30 inches from the ceiling is essentially what I'm saying. Doing it from the bottom of the shade or the widest portion, portion of, the shade. of the shade. Yep, exactly. Great tip, Jamie. So, um, and another tip, uh, try not to hang one right in front of the sink if your sink is in your island because it will be Depending on how tall you are, right? Imagine you get, you know, if you... Right ha- at your eye level. Right in your eyes. Yeah. Yes. You're going to constantly be bonking your head on or, it. Yeah. So just keep that in mind to, um, 
yeah, 30 inches off the off the bottom or off the top of the countertop and 30 inches apart from the widest part. Perfect. Perfect. How about knobs? That's another really That's easy one. That's an easy fix you to change You don't have to get a contractor involved. You just need to know mm-hmm. how to use a screwdriver. Yes. And don't even worry about, like, obviously you need to keep track of how many holes your current knobs are putting in your cabinets, right? Whether you've got a knob or a pole that has two sort of screw holes in your cabinet doors. Take one off, bring it with you to the store, measure the distance between the two knobs if you're shopping online. Try to get one that fits in the space of the mm-hmm. old one. Um, you can certainly drill more holes into your cabinet doors if you want to, and but that's what happens, sometimes an okay idea. It but maybe, but you have to think about, is this the type of... Is it appropriate? Is it appropriate, <laughs> one, but is that the type of knob or pull yeah. that you want to commit to for the mm-hmm. rest of your yeah, whole until you life. do it again. Yeah, until you do correct. it again. And it's okay to mix metals. Like your fixtures, your light fixture metals do not have to be the exact same metal as on your countertop poles. Again, go to Pinterest, look around. There's a lot of different mixing of metals that's happening. And that's I think it looks one really fun cool. thing and that modern. has really occurred over I would say the last ten years is just seeing mm-hmm. the mixing and matching of metals. Yeah. That's been really fun to see. Not even even bedroom furniture you don't have to be so matchy matchy anymore so that's so fun to see and match and find you letting people kind of find their own style so absolutely and i think um now if you want to go to the next level um i think islands keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger yes i've seen a couple double island kitchens which you know to each their own that that i can definitely see like maybe you've got little kids you set them up at one island and then you've got kind of countertop space in front of and behind you Uh, maybe you do islands next to each other or maybe you just take the island you have and you're making it a little bit larger Mm -hmm. um but more rectangular almost they're getting to be so like wide some of these islands and i just think oh look at all that space (laughs) especially if you've got a sink in the island or a or a um Cooktop in the island. island. It's really nice to space out where your people are sitting from where those objects are. Just gives you so much more counter space. More room. It looks cool. Lots of ways you can go with the kitchen. So Mm -hmm. I know we've talked a lot of times too about updating paint colors, things such as that. But we're trying to shift a little bit different with this one podcast. Yes, trying to get you into weekend tips. Weekend island thing would take you more than a weekend, but 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 replacing pendants wouldn't. Right, potentially not. And um, so again, along the the line of or in the spirit of trying to think of suggestions for a weekend project. Painting sometimes takes more than a weekend, sometimes not. So obviously that's going to have a huge impact. Um, But another thing you could do maybe before you look into painting is change the hue of your light bulbs in the room. Yes. And and make sure they're all the same. You know, I say this all the time. I tell people, okay, when you're looking to sell, Mm -hmm. you know, the white lights generally show off a space in its best you know, in the best most way, true, maybe most true way colors. But I, I'm not one that follows that advice for my clients. I love the warm hue because it sure. feels homey. You mean to you me, don't follow it personally? Uh, per- I don't. In your find, home. I don't follow it. it personally in my own home. Okay, yes, in the bathroom. <laughs> Classic. I, do what I say, not what I do. Exactly. <laughs> okay, not in my bathroom. In the bathroom, it's the white light. Sure. But if I'm sitting at home in my living room and I have my lamps on, I mean, they're oh, a warm yes. light bulb. I want to feel yep. relaxed and comfortable. 
it's I'm not doing it for selling, but sure. you know, each everyone has their own comfort style Absolutely. and what works best for them. But one thing to keep in mind from pink color to um, you know, even the color of your upholstery to your, your flooring tones, to the paint, trim. everything. Yeah. The the hue of that light bulb can change the look of what it looks like in your home. For sure. For sure. And I think it's commonly overlooked. Um, if you've got like a six bulb chandelier and two of them are warm and four of them are <laughs> cool. It's going to look awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It's not going just to change be, it. it's, it, it, yeah. You're, Pick yeah. a color and go with just it. Just change it. Pick yep. a hue and go with it. One or the other. <laughs> well, moving into living rooms and whatnot, one thing I'll mention is, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's important to remove any unnecessary furniture. If it's a piece sure. that's just not needing to be there or not being utilized. Collecting, collecting laundry, laundry or dust, toys. junk. <laughs> maybe it's time to right. let that go. Yep. Um, I, I will Marie Kondo this a little bit with this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> if it's not something that brings you joy, maybe it's time to let it go. Something Thing to think long and hard about but it's if it's unnecessary maybe you just don't need it mm-hmm. so um i one of my tips for a living room or family room space that you want to have a big impact in is change out the rug that's can be that's huge sort of costly right because big rugs especially you know get into nine by twelve and whatnot they can cost quite a bit of money but um they can their make a time investment impact. is very small and the amount of impact you're going to see is huge well the same thing with curtains too yeah curtains changing yeah. those are up can really change a space as well yes yeah. so and you've heard me say it before i think i've said it a couple times hang them high hang them wide get yes. them up above the trim on those windows and get them wider than the sides of the windows too and if you've already got curtain rods guess what moving the your existing ones the new curtains will hang right over those holes so just just give it a try. And you can fix it later. <laughs> you can. <laughs> yep. Hire somebody to come in and, and touch those up a little bit later. Um, you're going to need to buy new curtains to go higher, right? Because you, generally speaking, what we most often see is that those curtains just ever so barely skim the floor. Maybe they puddle a little bit, depending on how artsy you want to get. But um, tall, wide curtains, they make your windows look wider, bigger. How about the patterns on those curtains? I mean, maybe maybe you are an excellent interior designer and you know exactly the right thing. And I know that I've seen some really fun, funky patterned curtains look stunning. But sometimes, but I think most of us that that can um, be trendy. And and true. many times when you're going with the trendy mm-hmm. direction, it, it can fade in terms of Very your excitement for sure. a space. It can yeah. fade quickly. It can. So so for most of us, light colored you know, neutral color, neutral, maybe a little bit of texture, like a linen fabric or something like and that. S- just but, and sometimes if you simple. want to add a pop of color, sometimes that pop of color can be fun in pillows, mm-hmm. pillows, um, pillowcases, um, maybe a throw blanket, something like that is where totally. you can add that color where you can switch around. Um, and so easy to and do. Colors. Yeah. Like you say, switch around, switch them around for holidays and, and that kind of thing and seasons and whatnot. So bring your color in with something that's maybe not your curtains. Yes. Maybe pick something that's a little bit more neutral. Right. Um, one thing that I like to add as well is kind of, you brought this up before the podcast, Jamie, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's not just with um, paintings or pictures, but also knickknacks. If you're really unsure <laughs> of what this, what it looks like, take those items all down. 
Yes. Set them in one space. A different space. A different like on the space. floor of a on bedroom. The, on the floor yeah. of a bedroom. Just get and them out of there. And then start trying to bring items back and say what yep. works, what doesn't. But you can't just remove one item. You should remove all the items yeah. and then start putting it back. Right. You can basically shop your own house. Correct. Get your collective items of whatever is similar in one space that's out of your the, the room that you're really working on. And like, say it's, it's wall hangings, take them down from most or several of the other rooms in your house, set them up in your office and then, you know, just on the floor. And if you're trying to redo maybe your living or your family room, grab those pieces, hold them up against the wall, get it, get your partner to help you out with this and, um, kind of shop your own stuff. And you might find that you really love that picture of your dog, um, in this new home you know, in this new place for it, in this new spot. And, and you, I don't know, it just and brings a whole new life back to a Back space. to a specific mm-hmm. item. One thing I can say too is also with the knickknacks or the decorations. Yeah. Same thing with the small um, And that way you're just moving it around, but you're giving it a new life and you're not feeling like your space is stale mm-hmm. and old and, you, you know, you can feel comfortable in it and bring life back to it. Um one thing I also wanted to add was bedrooms. Um, one thing that I think is really important too is changing around mm-hmm. linens. Uh, if yeah. you feel like your space is feeling old or yep. overwhelming or it's just not feeling the way it should, it, a you new can duvet change, cover. Yep, a new duvet cover impact. can make a really big impact. Mm-hmm. Or if you have lots of pillows on your bedding, you know, switching those though that out can be really helpful. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yes. So those are just a few tips that we definitely have. And we hope that you can find a way to love your home and bring some life back to it. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you hear, you can check out our library of tons more episodes on realtormomspodcast.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please never hesitate to reach out. We would love to be your realtors. This podcast is produced by Realtor Moms Podcast, Jamie R. Swenson and Tasha Barrett, Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.